Welcome to the Off Plan On Air podcast, a podcast by Excelsior Real Estate in Dubai with your host, Nick Grassick. Hi, welcome back to Off Plan On Air. I'm looking for some, we're up to episode 13. Uh, I guess it's unlucky for our resident chimp, Matt, who's still incognito. Matt, we do hope that you're well soon. Um, also joining, yet to think of a new moniker, our resident economist, Mitch. Hello, guys. And the self-proclaimed guru, Sav. How are you, mate? Good, good. How are you? Good. All right, chaps. A little bit of a different spin on things today. We're going to do a little bit of a Q&A. Uh, we're going to talk through a typical qualification process to explain or show, I guess, how we can help buyers and talk through the process of getting an understanding of what they're looking for to actually delivering a number of different options that suit their individual budget. All too often we hear that um, people's general gripes and concerns with estate agents, other than having tie knots as wide as their head, and I was certainly part of that crew, is that estate agents simply don't listen to what buyers are telling them. They don't listen to their requirements. They don't put forward suitable options. So in this morning's chapter, um, I'm going to play the buyer. I'm going to answer a number of qualification questions that you guys are going to fire at me, give you a scenario, and then looking for you to come back to me with options. Fire ahead, guys. What do you need to know from me? What's your name? Do you have a moniker name for this guest, this guest or are you still going to be Nick? No, I'll be Nick. Anything I would say now would be cheesy. So, yeah, let's try and steer away from that as much as possible. I would, I would say, Nick, it's a pleasure to talk with you. First, let's go over your budget. Everyone always usually clicks on ads or is interested in a project and they want to know what, what the four-bedroom or three-bedroom cost of these things. Let's first start out with your, your budget. What are you looking to invest with? And how did you come up with that? The second part's probably a little more important. Okay, so I moved to Dubai nearly two years ago. Been renting a property here. This is where myself and my wife are looking to see out, certainly our medium future. We've sold the unit that we have in the UK. That's about to come over. That's going to give me give or take with the conversion around about 5 million dirhams. So you've got four or 5 million and that's all... Free cash flow, that's just cash that you have sitting there ready to invest. Look, that's what we're getting from the house sale. Do I want to put all of that down straight away? No. no I, I, I wouldn't, it, recommend, I've I wouldn't been recommend here. That you know, I've been here less than two years. So You are currently renting? Yes. Do you want to continue renting or do you want to move into a home that you own? Well, look, I've had a look in the market. I can see that there are homes that we could buy, but the nice ones have all got a tenant. And... Look, my wife has said that she'd rather have something new. Alternatively, we'd need to buy something and then completely refurb it. So like, I'm open at the moment. I'd rather look for something that I can move into as a new owner. Where, where, do, you, where do you work? What's your location of work? So I work in downtown. Um, just now I work in DIFC and my other half works in Media City. So you're okay to get something on Shakespeare Road? So the communities that we've looked at, I mean, look, I'm, there's just the two of us. We can look at an apartment we'd like space so it's got to be a minimum two bed but a decent size two bed so maybe even a three bed um, or alternatively we could look at a uh, a townhouse i don't know if we're ready to go into a villa just yet maybe that's down the line when we decide to have kids when did you say you're renting till 
Uh, when is it expiring? Uh, the rent is up early part of next year. I think it's March. Okay, so you've got about five five months left. Yeah, and look, we can renew. Half year, you can renew. You can look at other areas, so that really gives you some flexibility, which is really nice. I'm going to combine the uh, a couple different investor stories, but all of the projects that we've actually worked on with the investors and put them all into this one imaginary Nick investor that has five million dirhams. There is a project, uh, Sterling by Omniot, which is right on the edge of downtown Business Bay. I would consider it more downtown as you go and walk the area, but jurisdiction, I think it still is technically Business Bay. It's a 10-minute walk to du uh, Dubai Mall, downtown. They've had payment plans where, depending on when you bought it in construction, when this investor came to us and we found that it was about th somewhere between four and six months away from handover, three to six months away from handover. So you're making payments for six months, about 20 to 40%. And then a large percentage of that is still due either at handover, which then you could get a mortgage on. Give me some monetary amounts here, mate. 20 to 40%, what are we talking about in terms of real? So it was about a 1.8, let's just say 2 million dirhams for the sake of it, which is still well under half of your budget. So 2 mil is the purchase price or 2 mil is what I'd need to pay? 2 mil is the, the purchase price. Okay. So if you're paying 20 to 40% during the initial six months, between 400 and 600 that I need to pay? Correct. Okay. Then at handover, there was a certain amount due, another 25%. So now you're at, depending on how you structured your payment plan with them, there are a couple options, but the most generic is, you're now paying another quarter of the purchase price at handover, and you still have, which is 500,000 dirham. Yep, so I'm now in at 1.1 million. At 1.1, that 500,000 could have been mortgaged which will reduce your monthly cash flow. If you don't want to put all of that, that 500,000 in, you can get the tenant to pay that if you find a tenant and source that. And it still had the remaining half, a quarter to half. So 500 to a million was post handover. Okay, so let's just assume then, I've only been in the country for less than a couple of years. I may, I should get a mortgage, but let's just say for argument's sake, I decide not to go for a mortgage. We want to try and keep this on a cash basis. Perfect. They'd offer, they offer I'm in at 1.1. You're in at 1.1. I have the keys. I can rent it out. You can start renting it out. And what, is, what term is the remaining 900,000 payable over? They had several different options, but the quickest that this investor chose to repay was in within one year, 12 months. Okay. What's the longest? Three. Okay. So I could potentially be paying back 900,000 dirhams over three years. Matt, very basic mathematics for you, mate, is 300,000 a year. And this property, depending on the size that you had gotten, the location, different things, was renting to about 150 to 160 per okay, year. Okay, so I need to subsidize that up to 150,000 dirhams a year. Which could have been taken out of your original pot, might be able to do with your monthly, monthly income, with you and your wife working, so that's an option. And yeah, 150,000 a year is just about 15,000 a month, less than 15,000 a month. Yeah, about 13 and a half per yeah. month. Okay, so that's me cashed in at 1.1. I've now got a property which is technically being funded by a tenant. It's cost me just over 10,000 dirhams a month to run that. Correct. And I still have the thick end of 4 million dirhams remaining Correct. to do buy something for myself. So you can buy something with yourself. You could then do this again. There's another property for example, Tranquil Wellness, which comes in at the lower end. So if you didn't want to go downtown, there's a very interesting property that's in the JVT area, so a little more secluded if you don't want to be around the hectic downtown business bay. If you're a couple that's been here for a while, the glamour of downtown has worn off, you want to be a little more secluded and have that privacy. You mentioned liking space. These ones are a little bit larger of units for 1.2, so just over a million dirhams, 250,000 euros. 
that offered that one of the more incredible payment plans so 30 percent and then another 20 to 30 percent at payment so 300,000 down two to 300,000 at handover which again was in about six months okay from when the investor looks at it a full three-year post handover payment plan guaranteed returns you didn't have to source the tenant they have an underlying business not just hotel and tourism they have an underlying wellness business underlying clinic and physiotherapy that are providing for long and short-term stays there they have a business asset that's providing these returns and you had at the time the investor chose this was eight and a half percent returns guaranteed minimum so just quickly on that let's just go back and look at these figures so 1.2 million is the purchase price right 30 percent down is 360,000 dirhams a further 30% in approximately six months upon handover, another 360. So I'm now in at 720,000 dirhams. I have the keys. The rest of it can be, is leased out. You have, in this particular investment, you had access to 20 days of their spa and wellness clinic and staying there. So that's almost like a resort, a built-in vacation. You have those rental returns of 8%, so about 80,000 dirhams. So now on that, I'm in at 720,000. I still owe the developer, give or take half a million dirhams. Correct. What term is that payable paid over? Three years. And when you're saying a three, uh, sorry, an 8% guaranteed return. 8.5%. They've signed that into the SPA document that says that they owe you off the top before they've taken any of their management or revenues. That is purely off of the gross revenue. So you will get paid first as the investor, and that's a minimum. They will then pay their fees, their management service charge fees. There was a service charge waiver in this one. Then if there's leftover, you will then get paid that up to 15%. So you can almost double that, that initial guaranteed return. What you're looking at is about 80,000 upwards to about 140,000. Income per year. Income per year. Okay, now the half a million dirhams that I need to pay the developer after transfer, after completion. Is three years, which is about 150, 100, yeah, about, about 150, 160,000 a year. So of which they're going to pay me between 80 and 100. 80 and 140. So worst case scenario, I go with the 8%. I then need to pay over the course of the following three years an extra 80,000 dirhams. Per year. Okay. So then we're in a position whereby I've got two properties. I've paid 1.1 million dirhams for the first. I paid 720,000 dirhams for the second. After that period, on the first property, I'm paying out 150,000 per year. Correct. Topping it up, 150,000. The second property, I'm topping it up by 80,000 per year. Correct. Okay. So now you're in at about 230,000 per year for three years. So you're at 750. That could be financed through a variety of different means, but you also have a pool of cash that you still have left. We haven't even invested half of your initial 5 million here. You have two physical properties in your portfolio that are ready within three to six months. So you're not waiting on three-year speculation. That risk is now mitigated down to a three to six-month window where you can see the actual construction, touch, feel, smell the units. Your portfolio is gone. You haven't changed anything to your rental structure, so you're still either paying the same. And then the opportunity for, for flipping enters the picture and a variety of other assets. And we've, again, only touched under half of your budget originally? Okay, now let me take this back, because I'm quite risk adverse. I bought the first property, by the time that it hands over, I've paid 1.1 million dirhams. I bought a second property, at the point of it handing over, I paid 720,000 dirhams. Correct. That comes out to 1.82. After that, I then need to top up each property to a total amount of around about 230,000 dirhams each year for a three year period. 
Matt, very basic mathematics, in or around 700,000 in total. Of top up after the properties are ready. Absolutely. So let me, let me take, let me, I, I don't want to be worried about where, where that money's coming from. So I'm going to take that three year period that I need to pay that 700 over, I'm going to take it out of my pot. So at this point now, in order to own two properties, I've paid out 1.82. In order to keep um, paying off those and for the next three years, I then need to assign another 700,000. I'm now in at 2.5 million, that I've apportioned from my five. Correct. Stav, let me put to you an entirely different scenario. I'm a long-term resident in Dubai. I've been here for seven, eight years. And this is a situation that we find ourselves speaking to clients on a very regular basis. Rents have gone through the roof. It's reported that rises are only between 30 and 40%. I'm a long-term resident. I have a young family. This is now home. I know the money that I'm paying on rent is paying off somebody else's mortgage. I know that it's beneficial, it's in my interest. But let's be honest, a lot of my expendable income has been going out um, on expenses. I've just had a young family. I've got limited amounts of money. I need to get some kind of a foothold on the property market because it's, it's racing further and further away from me on a monthly, if not um, a, a, an annual basis. I have a total amount of somewhere between 800,000 and a million dirhams. Now, I'm not necessarily looking to buy a house because as myself, my wife, my young child, what is it that you would potentially suggest that's gonna help me to build my personal wealth? I need to get on the property ladder. I need to do something because otherwise I'm gonna be left behind. Your situation is about 80% of people who live in Dubai. Sure. Everybody has been staying here, saying they'll be here for two years, and next thing you know, it's like six, seven, ten it years down the road. Easily quick. I came here for one year, fifteen years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and next thing you know, you have a family, and you're looking to buy a house. Yep. Thinking about buying a house, I was actually on a launch last week uh, about a project where it is actually really, really attractive. It is located in a place called Al Furjan, and. Um, the project's about two towers, G plus 13, brand new, handing over next year, December. Um, now, the payment plan is very attractive for me because I am a person who don't want to give out too much money without uh, getting something in return. So the payment plan is about 3070. What's the purchase price on these? Prices are starting around 820,000. I need a two bed. You can I've get it for around 1.2. So I'll get a two bed for 1.2 million 1. 1.2, 1.25, depending okay. on, the, on the availability. But now the thing is that the payment plan. So from now till handover, which is until next year, December 2024, you're paying approximately 30% off a price. Okay, so in around about 15 months, I need to pay 30% off 1.2, let's say. Okay. Is that all down payment or is that throughout the construction period? Throughout the construction. So okay, it's from, now, once. from now till end of next year. Is that what How you have to pay? How are those spaced out, do you know? Um, every few months. So basically you pay 10% of 1.2 to book the unit. And then uh, every few months, you're paying the other 20%. Oh, 120,000 down, and you're looking at 40,000 every couple months. Yeah, so now here's the kicker. So when you're coming for handover, you can take mortgage on that unit. You can use the bank to pay off that remaining amount if you don't have the cash. Now the banks will be helping you finance that unit on the base price of what you bought it at. 
So you have 70% left of this 1.2. You can use the bank to pay off that remaining mortgage. Whereas you're getting a brand new unit uh, from your pocket is only got 30% of 1.2 and rest of it bank has financed it. But this unit which you're going to be using the bank to finance cannot be considered as your first purchase from a mortgage because over here the law states that your first purchase is 80-20 which is basically putting down 20% down payment from the bank and 80% bank will finance it. Second, third, fourth, fifth properties you buy is 60-40. 60% you, 40% So if you bank. want to eventually become an investor and you don't want to employ a lot of cash, you're saying that this doesn't go against that first rule. You could still Correct. then take out in the future a mortgage Absolutely. for 80-20 as Absolutely. well. Absolutely, yeah. So let me just go back and just look at the actual numbers there just to break this down. I'm purchasing a two-bed, which is what I need, at 1.2 million dirhams. About 1,400-1,500 square feet, yeah. Perfect. So it's within the size that I need. Correct. I will pay at increments between now and completion, which is the end of next year, I'll pay 30%, which is 360,000 dirhams, yep. which will leave a balance to be paid on completion of 840,000 dirhams. Now, at the point of completing, let's be honest, the market has been rising anywhere between 45, 48% year on year for the last 18 months. That's the average. So let's just assume that the market continues at a similar pace. Keep it really easy for, for, for Matthew or for, for, for Matt, the, the resident chimp. Let's say it's going to increase by 40%. 1.2 is the purchase price. By next year, it's going to be worth approximately 1.7 million dirhams. Approximately, yeah. Rising at the, 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 the annualized rate that it has been for the last 18 months, two years. So at the point of completing, it's worth 1.7. I need to raise... 840,000 dirhams. Yeah. Now, by my basic calculation, that works out to be 50% of the value of what, you put of what it will be purchased at. Yeah. Which is where you're suggesting, at a later stage, I can then buy a second property and still have an 80% mortgage on that second property. The bank will be seeing it as a first property because you didn't really take the whole amount which you're supposed to take in the first go. And of my 800,000, maybe 1 million dirhams that I have right now... You're only putting in 340, 360 or whatever that's here. That's it. And you've still got money to pay the rent until the handover of, of this property. And then you can move into your own, own uh, asset. So it's actually not as difficult as what some... Look, I'm not suggesting for a second that everybody has 800 to a million dirhams sitting around. But as Savas correctly pointed out, a lot of people are stuck in that rental trap at the moment because cost of living, it's not cheap. People are spoiled. Rents are not cheap. Frankly speaking, people are spoiled. They, we do enjoy a good lifestyle in Dubai, I think you know, it's fair to say, yeah. If you're here for more than two years, you get spoiled even to the basics. What do you mean you have to fill up your own car with fuel? I don't, what? That was bizarre to me. <laughs> you used to get out and help the guy. Yeah, I did. I did. The first few times, like, it's okay, I got it, buddy. We are very, if, very If small. someone is listening to that, the two takeaways are just because the purchase price is something, it doesn't mean that you will have to take on bank finance debt and does not mean that you will have to pay for that or even a majority of that. As I've just proven, a 1.2 million dinham home, if people are in, in Dubai looking at this, and that project, Nadine, if, if I'm That's correct, Nadine, yep. looks really, really nice and attractive. Something that I would consider myself living in. You're only having to pay 360. That's less than $100,000. That's 80, roughly 80, 85,000. It's literally right next door. 
90,000 euros, you're able to move in and the rest of it you could then in theory finance or to kind of put these two models together as the investor looking at this as well, flip that. Look, it's a portfolio you want to make. You make portfolios and you live in your own property. Even if the property goes up by 5%, the property value, by only 5%. So you're at a 1.2 million dirhams, it goes up by 60,000. It's now 1.26. You've invested 360. You are now making 60%, 15% returns if the property value barely even moves the needle on that. If you see a property listed at 1.2 or 1.26, that's still within your budget if someone's looking to buy that as a home as a with a bank. That's not much difference. That's depending on how you structure your your debt, fifteen or twenty year mortgage. That's only a few. That's only fifty to a hundred dinhams more per month. The investor, if they really like that home in that area, is likely going to be buying with their heart, not their head. They like this property. They can do that. That small negligible amount to them is something that you're able to then leverage as an investor and flip and now significantly increase your or your rate of return. Something to leave you on. Absolutely. Nice one. Guys, that's been informative. Thank you. I'd like to buy it all, please. <laughs> uh, anything else that you chaps want to throw in? It's amazing what we can do when Matt's not here. <laughs> <laughs> we get a lot of job done. <laughs> Thanks, fellas. <laughs>